Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. Episode 167, I think. Welcome. We are glad to see you here. It's Mike, Joe, and Craig chilling in our Discord call as we do every Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday during the week. We are recording on June 9th. It is a Thursday. It is around 2.15. Might as well round it up all the way to 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. So, you know, if nothing comes out or something comes out that we miss, you know why. But usually on Thursdays, we've got most of it. Again, we hope you're doing well. Before I go into the agenda, Joe, how are you doing today on this Thursday afternoon? I'm doing better. I got sushi for lunch and I got a haircut. A little Both bit of me things. time. Both are very good things. Mm. Got some some food, a little confidence booster with the haircut. I look good again. I look better again. I was saying I look good. I hey, look you can say, again. hey, you be you, man. You look good feeling yourself. I'm feeling good. Anything else? No, just rolling with the punches. Going to do some laundry afterwards. So it's just kind of a little bit of chore day. And then see if I can squeak a game of Del Fox in with Unite. Did you buy Del Fox with the coins already? No, I've just been watching streams and some videos of people. It, it It's like how our buddy Christian talks about Smite. is like you just don't play the new character on day one or two or three. You just kind of avoid it. Right. So it's kind of where I'm at right now. Because like, I, I know I can't really play it because someone else will spam it. So. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing my ranked games and... It is a guarantee every game, and I don't know, early early impressions, it is a good Pokemon. Fire it's a good Pokemon is... in the game. It's just, I don't like Delphox as a Pokemon. I think Dude, Delphox just gets a lot of love. Nope. It, it does. Gener- oh, kind of. I think it's a horrible design, but... Like, you think it doesn't, but, like, it had its involvement in Pokemon. It's got its character here. It's it's like it's not one of those holy crap. This is at the top of Pokemon's love letter list, like a Darkrai or a Charizard or a Zoro or cards like Pokemon like that. But it totally, it totally has it. Like it totally does have that. I don't even know what the right word is. It's just Pokemon respect from the company. It it definitely gets its respect. It gets a ton of respect from the company. So I, I always think it's interesting with Delphox in particular. But yeah, Delphox is out in Unite. If you are a Unite player, you probably already knew that. It seems to be a good choice, but you know, not necessarily the podcast for that. We'll have to update you as time goes on. Moving into the actual show agenda, we have two main categories today. Kind of how it's been on and off the past few weeks. We do have news on more of the Pokemon Go cards. Getting a little more interesting as time goes on as we're getting more of the more prevalent cards in the set. We will be going through those for a little bit. There were a couple regionals over the weekend. Nothing super duper crazy. That being said, though, we do want to talk about it because some some fan favorite players finally won some events that it's important to talk about. Let's start with the cards. 
First on the list, we will start going from oldest to newest. We got a Charizard shown off to us. Did we talk about We didn't talk about Charizard, did we? Not this one. Okay, good. Charizard is a stage 270 HP, has the ability Fierce Burn. Let me finish, Joe. Each basic fire energy attached to your Pokemon provide two fire energy. You can't apply more than one Fierce Burn ability at a time. For two fire and two colorless, Flare Blitz 170, discard all fire energy from this Pokemon. Weak to, two, uh, weak to water, retreat of three. It is fire type jungle totem, which if you do not remember, I want to say was Shining Legends. We had a Venusaur with the same exact ability, just for grass types, correct? Correct. And it, it didn't see play unless it was played with. There's a Shining Genesect it was played with. But does Charizard have any? It doesn't have any legs like right now, does it? I don't know what fire type cards are decent. The only card that we see is Charizard V Max with. Uh, Arceus V or V Star, so it's uh, no one's playing fire, so no, that's what I think too. But you know, just just a question if it was Venusaur Blastoise, we'd be talking about it too. Water was that water would obviously be way better because water types tend to have that hydro pump thing, unless you plan to starbirth for rare candy Charizard. Yeah, you could starbirth for rare candy Charizard and. I don't know. It, it 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 isn't great because it's a stage two. That being said, though, that ability is really good. I I hope we see it in water type very soon, or maybe I don't because that might be too strong. But while Venusaur didn't see play, it was cool to have an ability like that in the format. And I think for GLC, this will be a really good card. Yeah, well, Grasshopper gets a raw deal. It has literally the best abilities and nothing to do with it. Yep. Grass has had the best abilities of all worlds all the time, and you're like, oh, no one plays it still. There's no decent attackers. That's the problem. Yeah, it is sad, but Charizard's there. The next card on this post was Dragonite V-Star, 280 HP. One water, one lightning, two colorless, ultimate impact for 250, and your next turn, this Pokemon cannot use this attack. For one colorless, it's V-Star attack. Star Dragon. Look at the top 12 cards of your deck. You may attach any lightning or water you find there to your Pokemon in any way you'd like. Weak to nothing. Retreat of two. The ability's neat in synergy with itself, but I don't I don't really see you doing anything with Dragonite V-Star. I guess you could always RC as I to wish it, it was very- an ability. Well, if it was an ability, it might be too strong. That being said, though, you don't even really need to worry about it. Can't you just V-Star? Like, can't you just Arceus and accelerate onto it? Yeah. Like, but like, This is an obvious acceleration target for Arceus. But it's a one-and-done thing for the whole... Because even if you do your V-Star attack, by the time you go to the next round, it might be dead. Knocked well, out. What's the point? It needs to yeah, be well, the V-Star power wouldn't even be used. It's literally just the attack. I know, but the V-Star power should be an ability, not an attack. I agree. Maybe like top six cards of your deck or top eight. 
No, it, it, the, the way it is is fine. I guess. Yeah, I guess you need a reason to play it. So making an ability would at least be enticing to play the card. Because if I if I were to star dragon and then put all my energy on this Pokemon and then it gets knocked out, it's like, what's the point? It's very true. It's very true. It's just kind of like, oh, uh, yeah. So why would you play? Yeah. I guess you could say because it has no weakness. It could be an interesting partner for Arceus. But other than that, Dragonite V-Star is... I, I, you know what? I, I can agree with you. The V-Star power should be an ability. I'm cool with that. Yeah, it just... I, I think... I don't know why this poured it little design. just didn't do well. No. Just give us a reason to play it. Dragonite's a crowd favorite. People love Dragonite. Make the card playable. Make the card reasonable to play. And even with Arceus, that ability would still be really good to get things rolling, I think. Anything else on Dragonite or Charizard? I just don't understand why they keep on pooping on Dragonite. I think it's just dragons. Do you think bringing back double dragon energy would be worth it again? It's worth the try because they brought back dragons and they're useless still. Hmm. Like the most playable dragon type card is Reggie Drago. And Duraladon V single strike max. For a moment. For a moment it was. With Arceus, right? Which is that's what dragon types need. That's like our double dragon energy is Arceus acceleration. Because it's the only way to get the different basic types out of the deck consistently. That's pretty much the only way you can do it. So they're okay, but dragon types are just still pretty meh. That's what it is there. The next card on the list is the Alolan Raticate line. I will skip Rattata because it Rattata. Alolan Raticate is a stage one dark type with 120 HP. For one dark energy, chase up. Search your deck for a card, put it into your hand. For three colorless, Super Fang. Put damage counters on your opponent's active until the remaining HP is 10. So we have seen this attack printed before. We have seen it on... Rattatas and Raticates before. There are poison cards in the format. I want to say it's not Muck. It's not Muck. It's not Toxicroak, I don't think. There was a Raticate break. No, I'm talking about there's a poison card in the format right now. Oh. wasn't it like Victory Bell or something? Mm-mm, not the not the evolution. It's a dark type that can poison your opponents. And I can't... Galarian Slow King. It was an ability. It's like a bench ability, and it's killing me that I can't think of it right now. Maybe it is Toxic Croak, but Toxic Croak is typically like. More damage, more counters. poison damage. Yeah. Um... Man, maybe, maybe I'm just crazy, but I swear there's something in the format. I just can't find it right now. But these cards always come into play with these rogue little poison decks. You know, get Raticate out, Hyper Fang, bring something down to 10, you poison it, it dies next turn. Cards like this exist. They have showed up in random little tiny tournaments, but outside of that, 
you're pretty much good on it. There's nothing else Raticate's really going to do. Do you have any other comments on that card? Someone will work on it to make it work, but three energy might be a tough to climb to get to. Like you said, though, they will find a way. It'll be one of those things where whether it's double turbo with a basic or however else they decide to accelerate, there are ways to do it. So if you really want to get Raticate going, you could probably create that meme and not have too much of an issue with it, I think. Any other comments on Hyperfang? No. Cool, cool. The next card on the list that was revealed is the Steelix line. So Steelix's line was revealed. Onyx, the relevant part about Onyx is for two fighting and two colorless, Wrathful Swing, 50 damage, times each damage counter on this Pokemon. It has 120 HP. The only reason that's relevant is with Steelix and Memory Capsule. You could make some shenanigans with that because it has 180 HP as a uh, stage one one prizer. Steelix's attacks are three colorless, body slam, 70, flip a coin. It heads. Your opponent's active is paralyzed. One metal, three colorless, 170, and during your next turn, this Pokemon can't attack. So seriously, really the only thing I see relevant with Steelix is memory capsule, wrathful swing, but you'd still have to have the energy count. So going from fighting to metal kind of isn't that great. It's probably just a bad card. Any comments beyond that? Would you say it is bad card? It is a bad card. All right, Steelix, you are once again bad card. Next up, we get... Oh, Joe, we're back to the starters. Those rumors that we were talking about, those Radiant cards, we couldn't confirm whether they were real or not. We are at the point now where they have been shown off in their English variants, so we see them now in the English text to know that these cards are legitimate. To refresh your memory, there was a Radiant Charizard that had the ability Excited Heart. This Pokemon's attack cost is one colorless less for each prize card your opponent has taken. That ability is important because its attack is one fire, four colorless, combustion blast, and it is just 250, and you can't attack next turn. It's got a retreat of three. We talked about that last week. Radiant Blastoise had the ability Pump Shot. Discard a water energy from your hand. Once during your turn, you may put two damage counters on one of your opponent's benched Pokemon. For two water and a colorless, Torrential Cannon, 170. And just like Charizard, you cannot attack next turn. And then finally, we get Radiant Venusaur. Radiant Venusaur, 150 HP, has the ability Sunny Bloom. Once at the end of your turn, after you attack, you may use this ability. Draw cards until you have four in hand. For two grass and a colorless, Pollen Hazard, 90 damage. Your opponent's active is now burned, confused, and poisoned. It's weak to fire and has a retreat of three. The other non-radiant versions of the Stage 2s were announced. Now, we just talked about Charizard, but we'll go into Blastoise and Venusaur in a second. What do you think of Venusaur? Because we talked about Blastoise and Charizard last week. What do you think of Venusaur as a card? It's... I don't know why they had to put in after you attack. I just don't understand why they did that. Have we ever had a card like this? Not as a Pokemon ability. We've had Blue's Tactics. 
Yeah, things like that, where you're able to draw at the end of her turn. But as an ability... Why? I don't know. I, I don't understand it. Why would they do that? Well, we have a lot of cards that have the draw until currently in the format. Yeah, know. but why would you do just do it after your attack? Like, I want to do it during my, my turn, not after. Well, now it brings me to the common question I asked you off off stream, or off recording. The only card I could think of pairing this with is Vesuvian Arcanine with the zero hand energyless attack. Would you pair it up? I don't know. I would see how the deck has to be constructed first. Because, like, on the flip side, you're drawing four cards. Your hand needs to stay low, and maybe four is too much because then it goes to five. Yeah, but also you go through your deck and resources quicker, and hopefully you're drawing those burn cards anyway that you just get out of your hand. Yeah, potentially. It's the only card I can think of to pair it with, and it's an okay card. I think Radiant Charizard is better than it. I think that I think the Radiant Charizard is the best out of the three, quite frankly. I think just the ability to potentially hit for two fifty for one fire is pretty crazy off of a basic. Yeah. Like, just pretty straightforward. Blastoise is okay. Venusaur is unique. But Charizard is by far the best rating out of the three. I don't know if you agree, disagree, what your thoughts are, but that's kind of where I'm at. It, I think it has the most potential, but... With, I don't know, maybe with the way the V-Stars are now, maybe it's more feasible than not. Because in, in a, in a V-Max battle, I don't think so. Right, 250 is not going to knock out a V-Max. Well, no, not even that. It's if you got 3 and 3, right? Oh, yeah, so you're really, it's still a 2 energy attachment. So it really, it really depends on your price trade and what right. you're playing you, against. You'd almost have to manipulate it yourself. Yeah. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. VMAXs will bring it down to three less colorless, which means it's a fire colorless for 250. Still phenomenal, but not the one attachment you're looking for. Yeah. Um, so that like that, the one and done. I'm I'm just partial to Blastoise because it's Snipesy Sellies. Snipesy Sellies. It's good. I mean, we have the Intellions. We have Blastoise now. There's more ping out there for Urshifu, Zigzagoon. So, yeah, you're all, you've always been a damage counters guy, though. Yeah, I so always that, have that, been. That, that makes sense. Uh, the other cards, we have the non-Radiant versions. First up, we have Venusaur. 180 HP. Has the ability Loopy Lasso. Now, this is a stage two. It's not a Radiant, so there's no basic to it. Once during your turn, you may flip a coin. If heads, switch one of your opponents benched with their active. The new active is now asleep and poison. For two grass and a colorless, solar beam, 130, a retreat of four. Joe, what are your thoughts? This can be your super fang partner, I guess. For a coin flip, yeah. We're looking for one. There's a one right there. Anything else to it, or that's just pretty much that's all I can envision. Like, it's not really great. It's a the gusting ability is always cool. There was a nine tails where you discarded fire energy to do that, but 
flipping a coin is very different than discarding energy. Yeah, it's it's just nice. I guess they printed a Venusaur card. They got two of them. Yeah. Shout out to Venusaur. We talked about Charizard. That was the burn brightly where you have more fire energy. Blastoise, stage two, 170 HP is the ability Vitality Spring. Once during your turn, you may search your deck for up to six energy cards and attach them to your Pokemon in any way you like. Then shuffle your deck. If you use this ability, your turn ends. For four colorless Hydro Pump, 90 plus 30 for each water energy attached. So, assumably hitting for 210, because you're probably just playing this in a water deck. Joe, thoughts on Blastoise? I think this is a lot more techable in things, uh, stage two problems, but I think what makes it more viable is a searcher deck for up to six energy cards. So it doesn't necessarily have to be basics or water energies. So it can be honestly any energy card available. Which is kind of sweet because then you get into the whole Aurora energy, double turbo. There's a lot of different combinations at that point. So I think there's some possibilities with Blastoise and whatever other combos available, but uh, maybe you put this inside your Dialgo deck. Maybe. Except you still have to get it as a stage two, so... I don't know. I think it's okay, but you're right. The ability is pretty awesome. The only non-starter that was revealed here that's worth kind of talking about, there's another trainer that was covered that we'll discuss. Galissapod. Galissapod is 130 HP. It's a water type stage one for one water energy first impression. An attack we all know well if you've played the last couple of years. 20 damage. If this moves from the bench to your active this turn, it does 90 more. For one water, two colorless, slash for 110. Retreat a two. What are your thoughts on Galissapod? Uh, it makes an okay first impression. Bad joke. Uh, bad. That's a good one, Joe. It's bad. I don't know what else to tell you, but it's bad. It would need to do a bit more. 110 damage is tough to deal with. Yeah, right now, you're pretty much not impacting anything. It, it's nice that Glissacobot got a card, I guess. Well, and okay, let's be fair. <laughs> we do see cards like Baby Hoopa and stuff still circulating high-level decks. But that's a basic. And it's 90 yeah. damage, but it's a basic. Yes. So let's not discount a one energy attack for 110. Stage one. That's the problem, though, right? It has to evolve. If, if it was Hoopa or Zapdos when we had that, now Zapdos had Electro Power, we still see cards like this see play consistently. Like, it's a tech... So it's, it's hard to dedicate... I I think two to three cards for a one single tech. It's easier to dedicate more space to a mechanic and engine. Correct. So to dedicate two cards to a tech and maybe a third, depending on the, if you need a water energy, and maybe a fourth to find that water energy, I think just too much. I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. It, it it's cool, but. You're not really going to ever find a full use for it, I don't think. Finally, there's an item card that looks like it was covered like a third of the way, so they don't really know. This is an expectation or a guess of what it says. 
egg incubator. They think it says flip a coin. If heads, search your deck for a basic and put it onto your bench. If tails, put this egg incubator at the bottom of your deck instead of the discard pile. It's a unique little item. It ends up being kind of a, I don't know if it's going to be in control decks or not, but it is an item card that looks like it'll be considered for play to some degree. A card that never goes in the discard pile can search out basics. It can't be a bad thing. Well, it eventually goes if you hit heads. Right, that's what I mean. So it can't be a bad thing. It's just kind of, it's there. It's not much of a negative? That's what I mean. You're never going negative. It's at worst neutral, which sometimes can be a negative depending on how you want it to go, but it's not bad. Finally, the last card. We got the Tyranitar line, but honestly, I'll just skip to the T-Tar. It's a Dark Stage 2 with 180 HP, 2 Colorless, Crash, Rampage, 10 times 10 for each damage counter on each of your benched Pokemon. So that's kind of unique. And for 2 Dark, 2 Colorless, Earthquake, 180, and it does 20 damage to each of your benched Pokemon. And it's just a weird gimmicky card. I feel like really most of the time, though, T-Tar is just kind of done dirty. Yeah. I was thinking about this when I saw this card the other day. There are certain Pokemon that will never be able to be played in GLC. T-Tar is one of them. T-Tar is one of them. Because typically, if not always, isn't Larvitar always a fighting type? So is Peepitar. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, let me let me verify that. Well, any Peepitar that's viable, let's put it that way. Well, Larvitar is all fighting here. So, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, the sad days for Tyranitar. It's a bad card, though. Well, I mean, it'd be good on the deck that I have for GLC, but it's all fighting, fighting. Yeah, that's true. It does not help you. So, you can get to the Pupitar, but unfortunately, it does not do what Titar does. Pupitar. So just kind of a, a, a bummer ending to the cards, but some good cards today. The starters, both Radiant and non Radiant, are cool. Dragonite V-Star had a, a decent conversation behind it, and Egg Incubator is a nice little cool card, too. Before we head out of here in the next couple of minutes, I do want to briefly mention we did have a couple of regionals over the weekend. We had Santiago, where there were about just under 400 players. Mew ended up winning that one. The top four rounded out Ice Rider, Inteleon, Arceus, and then another Mew. Other notable decks in that event... There was a fifth place of just Inteleon, the sniping one. The energy, where the energy goes back to hand, you do more damage. You can discard energies to do damage counters. Outside of that, the meta was pretty straightforward in that event. You then go to the SPE that happened in Italy. There were 230 players. And the notable thing here is, finally, after so many almost wins... Tord Rekolev did win an event. I believe this is also the last European event before Worlds. And he won it with his Rapid Strike Urshifu deck that he's been playing pretty much all year. And do you know the coolest part about it, Joe? What? He played Amazing Rare Celebi. What are your thoughts? Uh... He I guess. A, he played a one of grass energy. That's what I was looking at, the energy counts. Energy press, 30 damage for each energy attached to your opponent's active. He mentioned that it took knockouts 
consistently enough to justify it in the deck. I think he also took a knockout. It was either to win the finals or a knockout in finals. And I want to try to remember what it knocked out. Oh, um, Hoopa. It knocks out Hoopa. Hoopa V. Which is oh. also dark and psychic and it's weak to grass. Okay. So if you remember, one of the common matchup nightmares for Rapid Strike Urshifu was the dark type Inteleon because, or Inteleon, the dark type Hoopa because it was both dark and psychic type. Well, it's weak to grass. Three energy. Energy plus does 90 damage, 180. You have a choice belt, things like that, and boom, you have a knocked out Hoopa V. And leave it to a guy like Tord to make that happen. There's a lot of ones in this list. Well, this is the guy who has the ones. You know, a you have enough. To, you ones. can do it so Metacham gets an attack off. He's got water energy for his Intellions and whatnot. He's got four dark energy for his Moltres. This is why this man is going to debatably be the GOAT when it's all said and done. I don't know. Ah, gosh. Hey, what a list. What a list indeed. Amazing Rare Celebi having its time in the spotlight for a little bit. I just wanted to briefly go over those. I know we didn't dive too deep into those metas. We have Milwaukee coming up soon. We have NAIC coming up soon. So some really, really, really exciting tournaments coming up in the next month. But that closes our show. So, Joe, before we head out, is there anything you would like to share? Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, have a wonderful, safe weekend in whatever you're doing. Enjoy your family, your friends, playing Pokemon and supporting our show like you do every week. We really do appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you again, and we will see you next time.